This is Life Transformation Radio. Prepare to engage. Seatbelt activated. Download initiated. Your quantum journey of transformation begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hi, I'm Rob Actis, best-selling author of The Law of Action, voice actor, business mindset coach, the podcast whisperer, and Mr. Action himself. Here at Life Transformation Radio, we are committed to share more about real life, love, the power of positivity, romance, and of course, laughter. We care about helping others find their internal drive and purpose. We celebrate life's challenges and overcoming them. On the show, my guests are amazing people who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of transformation. My guest today, she does just that. Whitney Morph to Rise and I discuss how being present with our emotions and our breath can be a gateway to transforming our stuck energy patterns. So if you want to learn how to transform your energy, understand how psychedelics can act as a catalyst for the deepest, quickest breakthroughs and know there is help. Even during the most difficult times, this is the show for you. Whitney lost her mom five and a half years ago and has sent her on the ultimate transformational journey that she has infinite gratitude for. Now that experience brought her to the Dharma of working with women through the challenges that life brings. Whitney is passionate about helping empower women through their transformational journey and would love to share some of the healing messages with as many people as possible. Whitney, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hello, Rob. Thank you. It's such an honor to be here. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. So um, we're going to do a medium dive, and we're just going to cover where the universe takes us. Are you ready to strap in and hold on tight, and let's see what happens? Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, first of all, I'm sorry for the loss of your mom. I know it's five and a half years ago, but... It significantly does have an impact on people's life. I, I lost my dad uh, November, um, right before Thanksgiving a year ago, yeah. and it definitely has an impact. So um, yes. so tell me a little bit about what happened. Um, how did she die? How did she pass? Was it a long process? Yeah, she, um, she was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer back in 2013 and um, was told by the medical system to get um, radiation, surgery, and chemo. And I believe it was just the, the, the combination of all three of those that knocked down her immune system. And they did a clinical trial of extra radiation. And sh- about three years later, she ended up getting a lung tumor that was unrelated to the breast cancer, and it was rapidly developing. So within about... Um, Three years after the chemo, surgery, and radiation, she died within four months of diagnosis of lung tumor. So it's like a medically induced cancer. Wow, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. It's very, it's very traumatic to uh, lose your mom um, and any any parent, actually any family member. But for parents, it's just it's just kind of weird. It's that you know you know your friends are going to die. Um, well, actually, it's anytime you have a death. That especially someone that you're close to or that's been there, um, it it definitely can 
can t- take you on a tailspin. And, you know, I know it's very heartbreaking. And, you know, one of the things that I know about you is that you've overcome this in, in, in a big way. And so one of the things that happened was that you really expanded your consciousness and your spirituality. Correct. Yeah. The, the mortality piece, I feel like there's such a gift in the really realizing our mortality because that is exactly what losing anyone close to you does. And it really just shines a light on how precious life is in the deepest sense. And so for that, like, that's where I find the gratitude is that it, it does give the true meaning of life to know that it's not going to be here forever and actually have it in your face. Well, one of the messages that I always try to convey is that you live, you need to live your life like you want to be alive. It's so important to actually live your life. And a lot of people just exist. And so I hope today will be inspiring to some that, you know, haven't said how much they love their parents. I call my mom, she's 94. I call her every, Mm -hmm. every couple of days and just check in on her and she's slowing down. She's slowing to, she goes to bed at six o'clock or six 30 at night now. Oh, Um, but she's just an incredible, beautiful soul. And I know eventually she's going to pass and I'm going to really, really miss her. Um, and I try to live every day like I want to be alive. So it's the way that I interact with people. And I, I know that, you know, you're all about helping people. And that's why you're here today to really share this journey that you have taken from, you know, you losing your mom and one of the worst experiences of your life and how you've, you know, broke into a million pizzas and now this is an opportunity to rebuild your new reality and how you have done that so magnificently. Thank you. And I'm giving you so much compassion for your parent situation as well. That's really powerful. Thanks. Yeah, it is. It you definitely, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh man, uh, my parents are gonna die. And you never expect your parents to die. It's a, you know, it's a it's a rough thing. But you know, yeah. we can all learn from this conversation and that how important it is to really grieve for the loss of a parent and then to rebuild and create a new reality of what life is like without them physically there, but they're there spiritually. Right. Yeah. So healing, obviously, I mean, I know that anyone that's gone through it, they know it's not linear. And so that's where I've gained um, so much insight through just really loving myself through the non-linear healing journey, you know, knowing that no matter how much self-development you've had, it, it can be up and down. And some days you're feeling really on top of the world about it. And other times you're feeling, you know, just pure sadness and just really holding space for whatever process you're going through. Now you've really opened up your spirituality. Were you this way before your mom passed or was this something that just evolved and was like rising from the Phoenix? It's really serendipitous. I I was not like this at all. I had a lot of um, kind of neurotic, like I was pretty rigid in my process of thinking and um, I tended to manifest pretty unhappy relationships at the time. And it was about um, six months before she passed that I got invited to try DMT, um, the Bufo, the frog medicine or toad medicine. Um, 
And that opened my psyche in a whole new way. When she told me, when my mom told me that she was passing, I got to share with her my experience of experiencing um, the DMT, where you go into a near a feeling of as if you're dying. And so I got to tell her that that full release of my spirit really set me free and made me see that there's so much more than the physical. So I got, that was the beginning of it. And after she passed was when I really dove into psychedelic therapy and that really changed my world, especially with ayahuasca. Absolutely. So we've had a lot of conversations on this show about combo and we've had uh, conversations about ayahuasca um, and DMT and the psychedelics. And it's interesting because it's becoming more and more in the mainstream. Uh, they are talking more and more of legalizing, I guess, is now legalized in uh, psychedelics are now legal in, I believe it's Oregon. I think it's Oregon or Seattle. Uh, but it's starting to have an impact. And it's really powerful. I've seen some incredible documentaries on the power of psychedelics and, and how that all works. Um, let's just have a conversation about that. So you're talking about uh, DMT, which I know I, I saw a podcast with Joe Rogan. He does DMT often. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's not like getting high. My understanding is it's not like just getting high, like, you know, doing another drug. A psychedelic is more of a a spiritual journey um, that can really remap and transform the way that you look at the world. And some people have even said that it opens up your third eye and you're able to really connect with the universe. Yes, that's right. One of my favorite features of DMT is that it's quick and efficient. So it's only about a 10 minute journey. And also it replicates the exhale, like our last breath. So when you smoke DMT, you inhale it and you hold it in for about 10 seconds. When you release it, it it's you get blasted into... The only way to describe it is feeling as though you leave your body. And so it quite literally feels like your last breath, which is feels like a simulation of death, but it's not... For those that are able to surrender fully, it typically can be really beautiful. Um, if you are fighting it, it can it can be it can be dark. Um, every person that I've spoken to, whether they've had dark journeys or um, easy and loving transcendent journeys, always say it's one of the best decisions they've ever made in a psychedelic experience. So, um, but it does really replicate that that passing on to a different dimension very quickly, whereas ayahuasca is a really slow uh, movement into it. Right. Joe Rogan has an incredible podcast. You should check it out. It's the Joe Rogan yes. Experience and it's ours. And he talks about all of his deep dive in DMT. There's another guy there that does not have a good experience with DMT. And it's really fascinating. He's like, wow, I'm kind of shocked because he has really bad experiences. And so it's really neat to see the contrast there. Um, you know, as I said, psychedelics are really opening up people's third eye. A lot of people think that when you experience DMT, you actually communicate with um, uh, extraterrestrials, uh, ETs, um, people from different dimensions. And uh, it's quite remarkable the results that I've seen from people that have done DMT. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely opens up people's spirituality in a way, oftentimes, that they 
see things that they didn't see before and they become very, very empowered and very uh, transformed in how they see the world and the universe and the spirituality just evolves and sometimes in a very grandiose way. Is that something that happened with you? A hundred percent. Yes. Were, are you being called to it, Rob, to, to try it? You know, I've, I've, I've gone through a lot of conversations with it. Um, I have family members and dear friends that are really getting close to connecting with ayahuasca. Um, I've had some deep conversations with a few people. I have a friend that has done um, DMT, I think like 50, 60 times. Incredible, incredible spiritual guy. Um, I also have a few friends that are shamans that have done it in Peru that have done the nine day course where they sit in front of a different monk every single day for nine months and go through it. Um, and it's, it's pretty incredible what I've seen. I, I personally haven't been called to it as deeply as some people that I'm surrounded by, but it does keep crossing my path, which I find yeah. really fascinating. So I'm definitely open to hear about it. And a lot of people mm-hmm. like put a wall up, but I've been very open um, to see the journey. I haven't decided that I want to buy a ticket as of yet. Yeah. I'm not ruling that out. But I'm very open to what it has done for so many people. You know, just like talking a few episodes ago, we talked about combo, which is mm-hmm. the the frog and the uh, journey that you can take with that. And that there's a lot of purging. It comes from the the mouth and and other parts of your body. And it's a it's a it's a quite um, physical experience. And mm-hmm. then. Um, we've, we've talked about, you know, other psychedelics of, of DMT and ayahuasca and, you know, these are, um, ancient medicines and these are not like you go and do DMT or ayahuasca on the weekend to get high. This is about a very intentional journey and it's not one to be taken lightly. And I just really want to preface that. I think it's really, really important to know that this is not um, a conversation about a recreational drug use. This is something that's that's healing, that's medicinal, medicinal, and it's ancient medicine. And there's a tremendous amount of intention and respect and love for these processes. And I wanted to make that really clear. Yes, absolutely agree with that. Um, and when you were asking if I was different, um, like completely different night and day since I first started using this medicine. Um, my, my rigid thinking has just shifted light years and, um, all my friends when the, even from the first time I did DMT, they said, they said, I don't know what has happened to you, but just keep doing it. Cause I just started glowing and radiating inner peace and feeling so, um, liberated because I no longer feared death after experiencing just from my very first psychedelic experience. I, I knew that we are pure consciousness at the end of the day and that cannot be destroyed. And it made me so at peace. Um, and for, I I also love combo and combo helped me overcome, um, the fears around pain. I, cause I witnessed my mom going through a lot of pain through her cancer and combo is this 20 minute opportunity to 
really transcend what pain means because combo can be so incredibly uncomfortable, but through breath and just reminding yourself that it's a sensation that we get to feel. We get to feel it because we have a human body to experience these intensities. You actually have a really great opportunity to purge that energy and fear around discomfort. So both have played such different roles, but really valuable in um, healing for me. Yeah, I've seen some some of my close friends that have gone through it and the transformation with them are has been remarkable. Like they don't even they're not even the same people. And their their life path has has completely altered, completely changed. Um the inner strength and the power and the vision that they have is truly remarkable. I have a friend who has done uh, ayahuasca and DMT a couple of times and even combo and he was He's transformed into becoming an expert in cryptocurrency, speaking in front of the United Nations, um, architecting crypto for other world governments. And it's just amazing. And it's almost like he's getting downloads from a team of people behind him that he has working with him. (laughs) Yes, I love that. But having, having peace is such a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that, you know, having gone through the transformational journey of your mom passing and the trauma that that was and, and, you know, the fact that you have to mourn and really just pass through that pain that you have found something that has transformed you in a way that you're adding value to the universe and to the world and to people around you. 100%. Yes. Now you work with a lot of women specifically. I do. Is there, is there some uh, direct direction that you take them on or where exactly um, are, is the calling for them to come find you? Mm. I mean, I think it's really one of my favorite um, discussions with women is where, where, they're, what, where they're wanting transformation in their own life and what's not working for them. Um, it's amazing how much of us at the end of the day, men or women really have loops that we go through revolving thoughts that aren't serving us. Right. So my, my first teachings is really just about awareness and awareness without judgment. Um, and even through that, when you start becoming really aware, then you start noticing when you're having judgments. And so through that, I I teach to not even have judgments about the judgments of ourselves, right? No criticism, just complete absence of critiquing what's good, bad, right, or wrong in ourselves. And that's, to me, been such a huge life changer because I have come from such a perfectionist background um, and really I hold a space for women that they always are just so have so much deep appreciation for because it's it's a whole new way of accessing their thoughts and their processes and recognizing that there's never a benefit of beating ourselves up and there's never a benefit of like dragging things out right and i allow of course women to i want to i want them to feel empowered by sharing their the fullness of of their story and expressing themselves. And if they're in a loop, I'm, I'm really good at, um, with love and compassion, 
kind of guiding them gently to get out of those loops because the loops are what keep us stuck, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that's really important is to be present with your emotions. And, you know, a lot of people, I was talking to someone yesterday and she suffers from massive anxiety and she's always worried about the future. And I worked with her a little bit in it's so important for her to just be in the very present moment because the future can change in a moment's notice and you don't even know that future is going to change. And if you're worried about the future and not being in the present, it does cause tremendous, tremendous anxiety. And if you're really depressed, it means you're living in the past. So mm-hmm. there's the most peaceful way you can live in this journey of life is to stay as present as possible. Whatever's happening is happening right now. Whatever's happened in the past, it's already happened in the past. And if you stay in the present, you really will alleviate the depression and anxiety that so many people experience. It's not, it's not easy, but it's simple, but it's well worth the effort to try and make that happen. Mm, Yes, I love that. And it's like you said, it's like worrying about all those bumps that we think we're going to hit is actually just so self-sabotaging and creates the chaos itself. If we can just be in every moment, knowing that trusting, like trusting the way that a newborn baby trusts that all their needs are going to get met when they're here. You know, it's that having that, knowing that it's all going to work out, even though when when I say it's all going to work out, obviously that it doesn't mean it's all going to look perfect and turn out the way that we want it to look, but it's going to turn out the best in our, in our learning that we signed up for in this life journey that can be very uncomfortable at times. But at the end of the day, we do come out so much stronger and more resilient and uh, it just builds on itself. Absolutely. One of the things that I love to do is breathing exercises. And I know we had have a conversation where you talk about breath work. Um, is that something you do or is breath in a different, a different uh, uh, capacity? I'm not a breath work coach. I do guide the, um, the clients that I work with. In the beginning, we do grounding exercises, which vary. Um, one of my favorites right now is a, a constricting your muscles and then releasing contract and release with breath. And you breathe in and tighten individual body parts, like breathe in and squeeze your feet together and then exhale and release them. And then you go through your legs and it actually feels like a cellular orgasm. Like it's so good. People don't realize how much tightness there is in us on every level And it really is amazing that even like, you know, three or four minutes of tightening each body part, it's so somatic and it really takes us back into our body and consciousness and ties everything together. Really nice. I love that. I was thinking of a t-shirt like two. Yes, I'm smiling. I just had a cellular orgasm or (laughs) have you had your cellular orgasm today? Oh, I love that. It's so great. So great. So great. You know, um, the one thing that people have a hard time doing is connecting with Mother Earth. So like when you get stressed, you can take your shoes off and go walk barefoot in the grass. It's so empowering. People are so, um, I will say a lot, a lot of people 
are not connected to their bodies. Like just to do that breathing and to feel your body, we a lot of people just exist. Yes. And it's really important to be mindful of mm-hmm. everything that you do. And it's 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 changes the way you experience life because life is so incredible and so beautiful. And a lot of people just walk around in these vessels and they're not connected. And uh, it's yes. really a beautiful thing to connect. Yeah. I actually, one of the most interesting um, things I just heard recently was there's a man that is training. Have you heard of the the condition where people pull their hair out. I forget the name it's called. It's a condition where people have such severe OCD that they're tearing their hair out and picking at themselves. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it. I don't know what the name is, but yes, it's a terrible, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. So the therapy that he's found is extremely successful for this is the contract and release breathing techniques, because what they found is that, that, um, behavior where they're needing to pull something out actually gets alleviated when they contract and then release instead of taking out on different parts, like pulling out hair, they get all the alleviation from the contract and release. And I thought that was really a profound like insight that that's how powerful it can be that our bodies really do want to have their muscles contracted and then released. It's like this release that we're all craving. I love it. You know, one of the things I always end my other podcast, Living the Law of Action show, is take time out to breathe. That's mm-hmm. really important. A lot of people don't even think about it. It's so relaxing. If you're sitting there and you're stressed, just stop. Yes. Just breathe. Just like deep breath and do what Whitney said with 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 contracting and contrasting your your different your feet and your legs and your arms. And it's it's so important to connect. Even even when you meet people to connect, just when you see someone that you haven't seen in a while or even a family member or a, a significant other, take a moment and just connect with them. You know, if it's a, if it's a, a intimate partner, put your forehead to them and just mm-hmm. breathe in and, and feel the connection. We are incredible human beings that are supported by this incredible universe. And we're all about connection and there's a lot of disconnection in the world today. And it's just really important to take time out to breathe and to connect with others because that really that's all we have. Mm, Yes. I love that. Thank you. Absolutely. Whitney, I just want to thank you for being here today. You are such a beautiful soul. I'm so glad that we cross paths and I, I really think that you're just going to transform the world and and your spirituality and and how you are in this universe. Mm. Thank you so much, Rob. I really appreciate that. And thank you so much Mm -hmm. for your support and taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to Life Transformation Radio. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along my very special guests to touch your heart, move your soul, and inspire you to live a life of transformation. I'm Rob Actis. Take time out to breathe. You got this. Until next time. This is Life Transformation Radio. Download complete.